Release your shoulders from your ears. Sit up straight. Unclench your jaw. Make sure your tongue is not stuck to the roof of your mouth. Relax your face. Breathe. This past week, my daughter turned one month, and that makes me four weeks postpartum. Whew! I can't believe it. <laughs> um, motherhood is amazing. Completely amazing. Every day is challenging, and it is a new challenge every single day, but in this month, I have learned so much about her, and I've learned her <laughs> generally, and what things mean, because she is a little person that cannot yet say words, um, what things symbolize, you know, when she is gassy or just a little fussy when she needs to be held and rocked and when she's hungry and as you can hear, she is waking up. <laughs> um, it has been an amazing experience because we love each other so much. I can't see anything else in this world um, bringing me the same amount of joy. Julia Grace is a blessing. She is loved. She is wanted. She is so smart. <laughs> she does things that Typical babies fresh out the womb don't do, and she's just been this way since she popped out the womb, and I take a lot of pride in that. It's, like, amazing. I did the work, you know. Um, I'm sure to feed her mind, and seeing small results are huge wins for me as a mom, learning how to be and be as a mom is amazing. Um, our first episode featuring a guest for the new year will be such a genuine cause. I will leave some info about it in the show notes. Episode will be all about mental well-being and this beautiful nonprofit organization based right here in CT called One a Week. They also have their own podcast called Unapologetically Me. It's a mental health podcast. Um, I'll leave the link to their podcast in the show notes as well. But the founder is an amazing man, and he also has a beautiful story and journey 
that led him to starting one a week. And I am all on the train for everyone doing one good deed a week. You never know what it can do for someone. You never know, you know, what effect you can have by just doing something sweet. So make sure you tune in to our first guest episode of 2020 when it is posted. So make sure you subscribe so you never miss an episode. recognition of my daughter turning one month I'm going to share my labor and delivery story (laughs) so for me the ideal labor um was aromatherapy um meditation real focus on my breathing um being in a mental space that only had me, you know, um, leaving the room, sort of, and just diving into self, being one with my body and my baby, and also giving birth alone. Um, but my daughter came at an unexpected time. <laughs> As you guys know, I was in early labor for a little bit. Um, I had dilated one centimeter, and then I stayed there, and then I dilated to one and a half and stayed there until I was in real um, labor. Got to the hospital, I was three centimeters. I walked around for 30 minutes, and then I was fully dilated. So I was in labor for roughly three hours. At first, I didn't want to let it happen. I felt crazy. I was not myself. I am really grateful for my midwife practice. And if you are in CT and you just need normal OB care or you are planning on having a baby or you are pregnant, you don't know where you want to go or you want to switch... Women's Health Associates is amazing. The whole team of midwives <laughs> is amazing. Um, and you can just see if they take your insurance and go from there. But I definitely recommend them. They helped me get through this pregnancy so beautifully. Um, especially with all the hardships that I was faced with. They never let me lose focus. They were always supportive and always there for me. And my birth plan was just to have a natural birth, no medicine, use meditation, aromatherapy, dim lights, you know, live life. So when I came in (laughs) and my midwife said, you're three centimeters, I was just looking like that's it. (laughs) Because Guys, I mean, this is crazy. Like, what you feel is crazy. The stages of labor are nuts, like bonkers. So I am out and about because something just tells me, you know, my daughter is coming. She's on her 
halfway. So I'm out and about in labor. <laughs> I'm at Target trying to like exchange a wallet. Like <laughs> I no lie, I'm at Target, I'm at Dollar Tree, I'm uh getting food and kudos to my brother and um my sister Stiana just stuck by me. They they stuck by me from the jump. Like when early labor started, it was rapid. It started to pick up fast as if she was going to come, you know, she tricked me. Um, they slept on my floor. And that is like the most pure love ever. That is like I I didn't feel alone because they literally slept on my floor. Like <laughs> They, they they moved the rug from one room to another, and that was it. And I felt so loved and supported. And, like, you know, if my baby pops out tonight, tomorrow, I'll, you know, be surrounded in love. And that's all that I want for myself. That's all that I want for my baby. Cool. So... The day that I was in real labor, <laughs> which I started to feel more and more and more and more and more while I'm going to Target, Dollar Tree, TJ Maxx, and I'm like, you know, roaming the world, of course. It was my brother and Stiana with me, and I focused on my breathing so much. And then by the time we got close to the next TJ Maxx, because the other one did not have what I needed. Um, I was like, I can't do it. I have to go in the house. <laughs> like, the contractions feel crazy. These are picking up. And I just can't do it. So, uh, my brother is like, okay. And we get in the house. And Sienna helps me get into the bathtub. I do Edsom salts and essential oils in the tub. Let them run, fill up the room. I have my birthing affirmations playing. I have um, soothing music. And it kind of dimmed the contractions, but not really. My midwives taught me a little trick. Um, when you are in real labor, they told me, you know, it'll dim them, but they won't go away. When it's a false labor or your body is getting ready, you know, um they'll pretty much subside. I got out of this bathtub <laughs> and felt 50 million times worse because, you know, they were dim in a tub. They did not go away. They did not subside. So I was like, I'm in labor. Okay, that's cool. My plan was to labor in the house as long as possible anyway. So I'm like, okay. That's cool. This is fine. You know, I'm good. This is okay. Holy smokes. Getting out, I was like screaming. Like, I'm like, no. Oh my gosh. So I get into the bedroom and I'm like, look, I I, I just got out the tub. I'm going to be naked for a sec so I could, you know, put some on lay down I gotta like get the heating pad oh my goodness gracious I lay down 
and it got so much stronger. <laughs> like, I'm propping myself up in so many different ways. It is ridiculous at this point. And they were getting stronger and stronger. And now I'm, like, crying. And I'm like, yeah, I'm about to have a baby. I got to call the people, my midwives. <laughs> I wasn't in the headspace to say, you know, all these full sentences. So, um... Because my brother, he's looking at me, he's like, well, did you call him yet? And I'm like, I'm about to now, because, yeah, this is happening. And by the time my midwife had called me, I legit could not speak. I could not speak. I am in tears (laughs) on the bed, like, (laughs) Not able to speak, not able to, like, tell her, you know, this is what's going on. So, um, Sienna took the phone, and it was just, like, I can't say anything. Her and my brother handled everything, and we are just like, look, sorry, guys. I have to have a little bit of popcorn. Mommy, second, okay? But... (laughs) It was like, wow. So, I literally had, like, no shoes on. I had my slippers on. And it was just time to go. It was like, holy smokes. And my brother's like, do you want me to grab her bag? Do you want me to grab, you know, this, that, and the third? And I was just like, I just can't. Just leave it. Just please. (laughs) Just can't. (laughs) And, like, I was stuck on the wall for a moment before I walked out the door. He's like... You, you okay you this you that you know he's asking me all these questions he's like you want me to shut up I'm like yes yes <laughs> and then <laughs> he's like okay do you want your stuff playing this that and third I mean in labor you feel a rage <laughs> that you never feel at any other moment I mean like this pain is like I will smack anybody that even tries me right now because I can't. Um, so once we were, like, out the door, I'm like, yeah, I do want, I, I want my, you know, affirmations. I want my music. I gotta, I gotta calm down. And it's playing. My mother um, comes and my mother says that, you know, she'll bring me to the hospital. So I don't know what made me ride in a car with my mom it's super funny because anyone that knows my mom knows that my mom drives like a maniac and she's like we're gonna get you to this hospital and I am like so out of it I'm just like whatever um Deanna gets this blanket to put down uh, just in case my water broke, she gets it out of her car and puts it in my mother's. And my brother is just in the back with me holding my hand. And I'm like, this man is amazing. Like, in the back of my head, it's just like, wow. So, you know, he's holding my hand. And here my mother goes, she takes off, like, just takes off. And she has a very new Lexus truck the the speed <laughs> that this thing has is like nuts so we are on the highway and she is like speeding and I could not say anything 
But when I could get something out, it was slow down. And it was me yelling. Like, yelling. Okay. My mother cared nothing about that at all. <laughs> so we get to the hospital. Um, They, you know, check me in. I'm in the triage waiting for my midwife. And I'm like, I just want to go to bed. <laughs> I want to go to sleep. <laughs> I got to go to bed. I'm tired. I got to go to bed. <laughs> Contractions are very tiring. Labor and delivery is very tiring. Also very exhilarating. But <laughs> listen, I'm like, look, I got to go to bed. I got to get some soup. I'm going to sleep. And my midwife is like doing this little chuckle like... <laughs> Honey, you can't go to bed until you have a baby. And I'm like, I gotta go to sleep. I can't. I have to go to bed. And she's just so calm and just looking at me like, "Mm, soon as you have a baby, you can take a nap. And I was like, oh my gosh. She's like, look, I could give you Benadryl and it may or may not work and you can get a little nap in. But I'm not going to do that. (laughs) <laughs> I want you to try to walk around. I want you to bounce on the ball. Um, and I'm like, I can't do it. I can't do it. I don't want to. I want to go to bed. <laughs> She's like, those are the things that I want you to do. I want you to help her. I want you to help Julia. She's trying to come. I'm like, oh my gosh, this woman is not listening. I am not with this. Like, <laughs> I am not about this life. And then she reminded me of everything I wanted for my birth. And she helped me calm down. My triage room was playing meditation music from the speakers. The lights were off. There was no other noise. Um, She reminded me that contractions come and they go. And I made that an affirmation for myself because she was saying, yeah, they're here, but they don't stay here. It doesn't last forever. And in between, I need you to breathe. She just sat there and watched me, you know, contract and breathe and forget to breathe. And she's like, you have to breathe. She's like, you meditate, you do yoga, you know how to breathe. And I thought to myself, like, I literally have a podcast that is called Breathe. I definitely know how to breathe. She is absolutely right. I have been practicing meditation for so long now. This is what I wanted. And not even thinking that her denying giving me Benadryl and everything was just her following my birth plan. I didn't want anything. And the way I was feeling, I definitely wasn't going to get a nap from some Benadryl. It wasn't going to happen. So she sat with me and held my hands and, you know, just coached me through. And it was so beautiful. And reflecting on it is like, wow, like, they are amazing. So I'm just like, okay. Here we are. I'm out of my head now. Like, you know, out of my body and in my head, really. Um, And my focus while I was contracting was that affirmation. They come and they go. They come 
and they go. And then I really had to like think about it. It dawned on me. Once all this is over, I get a daughter. Girl, if you don't breathe, <laughs> they come and they go. So, just breathe. And then, I got soup. <laughs> I took two, two spoonfuls of that soup and I put it down because I could not eat through... um the severity of my contractions at all. I thought that I would be able to, I couldn't. Um, and once I finally was up and walking, because the only time I got up was to go to the bathroom and see how it felt, and it took so long, and I was just like, this is crazy. I, I don't know how I'm going to walk. But once I finally did get up and walk, I had made it, just out of triage doors to walk around I threw up everywhere (laughs) like it was like repetitive and just going it felt like it was never ending um I threw up then I threw up then I threw up then I threw up and then I was done and I was like oh no and I'm surrounded by nurses saying, like, this is normal. It's okay. This happens. And I'm just like, girl, if you don't get out my face. So, I got back up. <laughs> and my mom helped me walk to the rest of my family. My aunt and my sister walked with me. I walked for 30 minutes. Came back, waited for my midwife to come and check on me. The window was a two-hour window. So, you know, she checked me once, and then she's like, I'll be back in two hours. So, um, yeah, she was back. And then she was like, I've got news for you. You are fully dilated. It's time to go. You have to push. And I was like, holy smokes. She was like, yeah, you're about to push a baby out. I'm like, oh, thank God. Because it's so exhausting. Like, I absolutely give props to all the women that have to labor longer. um, And have a more difficult time. Because I could not do that for like eight hours. Not by a stinking chance. And because, you know, I was really clear on affirming myself, my baby, what I wanted for us, our delivery, our labor, it actually did work out. And I also kept telling myself for months and months and months (laughs) that I was going to pop a baby out. So obviously you don't just pop babies out, right? (laughs) But I did pop her out, you know. Um, My favorite birthing affirmation to say to myself was I trust my body and my baby. And my other favorite was just saying my body knows what to do. Because those two, I really had to remember. Like, my body knows what to do. And saying that I am limp and still is so important 
And I love that one, too, because once I started to contract, I understood why it was important. But goodness gracious, in labor, I was like, yeah, I have to be limp and still because you you have to go through it. You have to let it happen. Um, you can't control it. And it feels crazy. So just being calm, being limp and still (laughs) and letting it happen is the best thing that you can do. It's the best choice that you can make. Um, So with those being my favorite, those were the ones that were going through my head the most. And listening to affirmations was absolutely helpful. So... (laughs) She says, it's time for me to have a baby. And then I start feeling the urge to push. The urge to push is nuts. You don't know how crazy it is until you go through it. You literally feel like you have to get this out. The only way that I can describe it to people who have not had a baby and guys is it feels like the biggest, most urgent poop of your life. Yeah, like it has to come out and you have to push. There's no way that it can come out without you pushing and you have to push right here, right now. So we are in triage and my midwife is like just on it. She's swift, delegating and like just doing it. She's like... She can't walk. We get, we got to bring the bed to the room. Bring the bed to the room. We'll transfer her when we get there. Somebody has to put her meditation music on. That's what she needs. Somebody has to do this. Somebody has to do that. And it was just like, boom. We're, we're on the roll. Meanwhile, my eyes are closed. I am breathing. I am focused. And I don't even know how I got to the delivery room. I don't even know. All of a sudden, they're like, okay, we're going to move you to the other bed. And I'm what I'm like looking around and I see all this brightness I'm like it's a completely different environment I'm like okay and they set everything up they move me and she's like okay get into position get comfortable my water did not break okay so um I plan to give birth on all fours Uh, Giving birth on your back is not how it is supposed to happen, and it's also the most painful. Um, I wanted it to be as natural and easy-flowing as possible. Flow, you know, not force. So, all fours was my chosen position. Also, because it was the most comfortable while I was pregnant. Like... I couldn't always do everything because of my nerve damage, but getting on all fours was so amazing and just being able to lean in whatever way I was allowed during whatever month, you know, um, was really comfortable for me. And at times I wished I could sleep like that because I was having pain or whatever the case may have been. So I was on all fours facing the bed, sitting up. Um, so my arms were like dangling over the top of the bed at some points and on the sides of the bed at some point, (laughs) it was (laughs) crazy. Okay. So (laughs) 
I am just sitting there like, okay, she's like sitting in a chair, all relaxed, living life. Like the first contraction you feel, push. And I was like, okay. And she's like, you got this. You prepared for this. You want this. You know, this is exactly how you need everything to be. You got this. Push. And I'm like, okay. So my music is playing. She made sure that too. She's like, how did you guys get it to play throughout the room in the other room? If you can't get it, we got to do it off somebody's phone. Look, we need to make sure that this is like this. This is like that. And I felt amazing because I didn't have to think about anything. I could literally just breathe, be, and have a baby. And that was it. So I'm like, holy smokes, okay. I'm sitting there and then I feel a contraction and I push. And I feel my baby drop down some. And I'm like, holy smokes. And she's like, that was great. You're doing good. She's sitting in her chair still. And she's like, next contraction you feel, push a little harder. I felt my next contraction. Gracious me, oh my. I pushed harder. And this is when I felt my daughter come out a little bit. And then everything just sucked back up. Oh my gosh. So my my midwife at this point is like digging in my hoo-ha and like, yeah, this is a strong bag of water. And they're like, do you want to break it? The people at the hospital, because um, they are a private midwife group, but they can give your birth at the hospital. So um, she's like, no. And... Here I am on all fours, breathing, living, right? Turn around like, what's the difference? Like, I want to learn even while I'm giving birth. (laughs) And she's like, well, it's this hook. I will go up there and pop it with a hook, but it will pop on its own when she comes out. Once you push her head out, it'll pop. And I'm like, oh, okay. She's like, yeah, you don't need that. And I'm like, yeah, okay. So... (laughs) She's like, you got this. Just focus. Relax. So I'm saying my birthing affirmations in my head. And everything is just so calm. I am calm. It's like, wow. Because I am as calm as you could be during delivery. Okay? So next contraction comes. And I push. I feel my baby a lot. And they are starting to do everything. My midwife is getting dressed by my third contraction. Um, I did not know that that is what they called that until it happened. But it just meant that she was putting on everything um, to get the baby out. And they were laying everything on the bed. Um, by my third contraction and I pushed again and she was like I need one more good push you're gonna have a daughter she was like two tops when I ever heard her say that to me I pushed for dear life I understand 
why you screamed so much in delivery. I pushed. I've never <laughs> had to use so much of my might. Birthing a baby is really a rough experience on the female body. It totally is um, beautiful yet traumatic for the mama, right? Um, I pushed for dear life. I Once she said you will have a daughter... And hearing that and knowing that in this moment it is reality and it is finally happening. And this little person that I have prepared for, this little person that I have done so much for and made sure that I was right for, she is on her way to meet me. I gotta meet her. I have to meet her right now. And I I, I never use so much energy at once. <laughs> never in my life but I pushed for dear life and then she was out and it felt like so much relief I was able to pull her up and you know I was facing the bed so when I pulled her up she just smiled and I smiled and I was like oh my gosh this is like real <laughs> I have a daughter so she was still connected to the inside of me. Um, and, you know, I was still facing the bed. So I handed her to my midwife so they could turn my body and we could do skin to skin. So we were able to do skin to skin um, while she was just still connected. I wanted her to be on the umbilical cord as long as possible. And regardless, I have, you know, midwives. They were going to leave her on till it stopped pulsating. Just period, you know. Um, so, it was just it. My daughter came in less than, like, 20 minutes. Um, and uh, it was just crazy. My sister cut the umbilical cord. And it was just so symbolic um, her birth meant a lot to me in a lot of different ways. Um, it was new beginnings and it was also the release of old things and pushing her out is the most relieving thing that I've ever done. Um, you just feel everything else come out with her and that feels great. And <laughs> knowing that like, holy smokes, I, um, I don't have a baby in me anymore. It's like crazy. Um, I did not have to push my placenta out. That was also a very natural experience. I am very grateful because my birthing experience was completely natural and just natural in every way, you know? Nothing was tampered with. She was never disturbed. Um... My midwife wouldn't even, you know, break my waters. Like, that is amazing, you know, just to have the kind of bond that I have with my midwives and um, just that person, well, those people to advocate for you and to advocate for what you want and what's best and what is naturally amazing. Um is amazing <laughs> so my 
midwife was just so proud of me and so supportive and we talked and I just felt so good we did our skin to skin and my daughter immediately found my breast so she latched on very easily my daughter came out and was just like look I'm hungry um and that was so beautiful because my first thought too was like I'm hungry like so um once I was put into a room I was what I was like look so do you guys have any of those um sandwiches uh, and they brought me like so much and I was eating and I was like holy smokes I can eat cold cuts now you know so um it was amazing you okay um, it was absolutely amazing, and knowing that I was giving her better was amazing. You know, like, you're giving her better from day one. She has plant-based diapers and, like, wipes and just lives a cleaner and more healthier lifestyle, and I'm so grateful um, for that, too. So, whew, it was a doozy, but it got done, and I was so excited. I couldn't believe how beautiful my child was, and I can't believe how beautiful she is. And I look at her every day. I just can't. <laughs> it's hard to believe that she came from me, and the fact that we have already spent one month together just reminds me that we have a lifetime to go and she just makes me the happiest that I have ever been um motherhood is a challenge but it's the most rewarding thing ever so I I mean I've been publicly recognized on so many different levels and I've accomplished a lot of things to be um the age that I am and uh oh using the bathroom woman <laughs> um <laughs> it is amazing but she will always be my biggest accomplishment um she has kept me grounded in ways that nothing else and no one else ever could um She's just amazing, and she is so smart and just doing things that babies her age don't, and I'm just so grateful. So that is my childbirth experience. <laughs> um, thank you for listening, and make sure that you check in. Throughout the rest of this year, we are going to have some really great self-care episodes. Um, and just remember that I'm doing every exercise right alongside you. And you are appreciated and your support is appreciated. If you would like to support the podcast even more, you can be sure to leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. 
Um, and you can also leave a monthly donation on Anchor. Your support is appreciated. Don't forget to breathe. Me and Julia Grace. Hi, DDV. Are sending you love and light. Happy holidays.